Hey guys, this your girl Lira, and you're listening to Self Reflection Podcast. What's up, y'all? What's up? How are you guys doing today? I want to start by saying thank you. Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Self Reflection Podcast. I believe this is our 25th episode and is our last episode for this year. What I mean by this year is is our last episode for our one year anniversary. Woohoo! It has been a crazy, empowering, magnificent, uplifting, encouraging, supportive, most awakening journey, y'all. I have learned so much this year. I have learned from you guys. I have learned from myself. I have learned from sharing the information that I am sharing. So I want to thank you for listening to Self-Reflection Podcast because you keep me going. You keep my spirit alive. You keep the fight in me alive. It has been a blessing to be on this journey with y'all. We hit 3K downloads. If you didn't know that, we hit 3K downloads. (laughs) I cannot thank you enough and I cannot thank the universe enough. You know what I'm saying? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're encouraging yourself. You're empowering yourself. You're supporting yourself. You're loving yourself. I hope you're taking care of your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, spiritual, psychological, and your overall well-being. I hope you're prioritizing yourself, putting you first, putting your mental health first. I want to thank you again for supporting me. I also want to thank everyone that has been sharing the podcast with their friends, their family members, the social media, everyone that has sent me feedback to improve the podcast in a way or two. I wasn't expecting to get up to 100 downloads when I first started this podcast, to be honest with you guys. But to see how you guys are drawn to the knowledge, to the authenticity of the podcast keeps me going. I am so grateful for y'all. Before we get into today's topic, I want to say happy Black History Month to all my brothers and sisters out there, all my melanin brothers and sisters in the United States. Happy Black History Month to you. It's a beautiful time to live in the United States. It is not perfect, but it is absolutely much better than what our forefathers had to go through, had to live through. Every blessing we have today is because of our ancestors. It is no sacred that the colonial masters came to Africa and ripped away our mothers and fathers away from us our brothers and sisters and uncles. So I would like to thank our ancestors for being so brave and strong 
And I want to thank our civil rights fighters for fighting for our freedom, for fighting for a better future for their children. And I am forever indebted and grateful to our ancestors for never giving up their Africanness, for never seeing themselves as less than human, never seeing themselves as less than the kings and queens that they, they were. Happy Black History Month. Let's go. Let's get into today's episode. <laughs> Today we are talking about stress and some of the things that causes stress. Before we get into talking about the things that causes stress, I want to pose two questions to you. Do you control your thoughts or do your thoughts control you? Because truth of the matter is, majority of our stress is caused by our thoughts, by the way we think. I'm going to let you sit with that and, you know, I'm going to let you digest that on your own term. And let's hop into, you know, the things that causes stress for many people. The first thing that I'm going to talk about is anxiety. And a simple definition of anxiety is having fear or excessive worry about current situations, your present moment. For example, if you were to have a presentation, most people start to tell themselves, I'm not good enough. I'm not good at public speaking, including myself. I used to tell myself all the time. I still do. Um, I still have a lot of anxiety when I have to do public speaking in front of people. It's funny that I do a podcast um, and I create videos. A lot of people create, you know, scenarios in their head that causes the anxiety. And like I asked you, do you control your thoughts or do your thoughts control you? Because in this situation, if you are ready to do a presentation and you keep telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I can't do it. I suck at public speaking. I suck at presenting myself out there. I suck at bringing up words. I suck at... If you just keep telling yourself all these negative things, then you start to build up anxiety that causes you to stress out. And then you cannot present yourself the way you want to and the way you know you can The second thing I'm going to talk about is setbacks in personal lives. I know that for a fact that when I didn't get into the the master's program at East Bay, I went through a freaking massive sad period in my life because I felt like I failed because that was a setback for me. Because after I had graduated from Sonoma State, I was ready to tackle my master's. I felt like a failure. I felt like that was setting me back. And that was my perception of it. Those were the things I was telling myself. I was letting myself drag me into a pit of self-pity. And I know a lot of us out there do the same thing. When we don't achieve a personal goal that we set for ourselves, 
when we feel like our personal development is not excelling in the way that we want it to, we feel like failures. And that's because we tell ourselves we are failing because we aren't excelling in the way we want to. Rather than changing our perspective, our perception of whatever happened. For example, if I had just told myself, I didn't get into the master's program because there's something else out there for me. There's something better for me. There's a path that I need to take other than the one I was so focused on getting. I would have felt so much better. I would have not stressed about it. I would have never cried about it. Maybe a little. (laughs) But I would have been okay. So personal setbacks, y'all. That's one of the things we stress about. And I think we need to change our perspective on it. We need to change how we look at it. The third thing I'm going to mention is school and work stress. Man, if you're listening to this and you're in school or you have a job, you know exactly what I'm talking about. From a student's perspective, school is stressful. You have to study. You have to be... in class on time, you have to do homework, you have to do all these massive projects, and you still have to have a personal life. That can get overwhelming. And then if you have a job, for most of us, our jobs are our lives. We we bring our jobs everywhere we go. We bring our jobs into our family, into our relationships, social gatherings, We carry our jobs everywhere we go. And sometimes it can get overwhelming. So my advice or my support for this area is, once you're done with work, leave work where it belongs. Leave work at your job. Don't take your work stress and bring it home. Because you have other things at home to worry about. You have a personal life you need to worry about. You have yourself to care for. The fourth thing that I'm going to talk about is relationship. And this could be a platonic relationship or an intimate relationship with your partner. Relationships in general are stressful. You know, we have to find ways to maneuver around them because we have to learn to learn the other person. And sometimes it is challenging to to build a strong bond with other people because we aren't building one with ourselves in the first place. So that brings on its own stress. Relationships aren't easy. That's one thing I have come to learn for sure. And as humans, we need to have relationships with other people. It's healthy for us. That's what we need. But sometimes they can be stressful because sometimes we expect people to do things for us. Sometimes people expect us to do things for them. And at times, we might not just have it to give to them. And that brings on a lot more stress than we need. I myself, I'm still working on figuring out how to handle my personal relationships. 
um, you know, even at work as well, handling the relationships I have at work. So when it comes to relationships, I think we just have to come from a place of understanding, understand that people are still working on themselves. People are learning to grow. People are still finding ways to, you know, communicate, to show love, to show empathy. Be patient with the people that you have in your life. And accept them for who they are and what they are and what they offer to you. If anything, just show them love. <laughs> the next thing I want to talk about is grief. Um, and grieving doesn't only mean someone passes away. Um, you can be grieving a job that you lost. You can be grieving a friendship. You know, you can be grieving... A car. There's so many things that people grieve about. There's so many things that make people feel this emotion. And when you're grieving, it is a sad time. It's a sad period in your life. So it brings on a lot of stress. I think accepting a loss is one of the ways that we can alleviate this pain of grief. For example, if you lost a friend or family member, you often grieve for a long period of time. And a lot of times, you do want to remember them in a positive light. So accepting that they are no longer there because that is the reality. You can hold on to those great memories you had with them and let it be a guide for you. Let it be a support system for you. Let those positive memories take away some of the pain, the sorrow, the sadness, the unhappy feelings from losing that person or that job or whatever it is for you. You just appreciate the fact that you had the opportunity to be around that person, to be around that uh, job. The next one I'm going to talk about is self-esteem. Man, this is a big one I see, you know, um, including myself, man. At one point, I had the lowest self-esteem. I am not going to kid with you guys. I didn't see myself as smart. And because of that, it took a tour on me. I didn't learn how to read until I was about 11 years old. I was pretty old to not know how to read. So that took a tour on me as a person. It took a tour on my self-confidence, my self-esteem. And I see a lot of people struggling with self-esteem every single day. And that alone can make someone go down a rabbit hole. That alone can stress you out to a breaking point. When you don't see yourself as beautiful, as confident as you would like to see, it's hard to love yourself. It's hard to look at yourself and appreciate what you have, appreciate what you have to offer. 
another tool you can use to boost your self-confidence, to give yourself a little bit pepped in your step every morning is giving yourself high five every morning when you wake up. I got this tool from Mel Robbins, a podcast host and an author, actually the author of the high five habits. She said, when you wake up in the morning, right? The first thing you do is go to the bathroom. And the first person you see every morning is yourself. So after you get your teeth brush and you do your little bathroom stuff in the morning, you stand there for, you know, as long as you feel or need or you have the time, you look at yourself in silence. You just absorb and stare into your own soul. And then once you're done staring into your soul, once you feel like it's the right time to leave, you give yourself a high five in the mirror. And what that does is it makes you feel good as if somebody else is giving you a high five. Because there's something about high fives, right? High fives are like celebration. High fives are like, I see you. I am here for you. I'm supporting you. So when you give yourself a high five in the mirror, you are telling yourself, I am here for you. I am supporting you. I love you. Look at you go. It might work for you. It might not. It sounds a little bit odd to say it. And when I tried it, The first day, I felt kind of uncomfortable just staring at myself and then giving myself a high five. Don't get me wrong. I stare at myself in the mirror all the time. But the fact that I had to give myself a high five in the mirror was a little bit awkward. But as I continue giving myself high fives in the morning, I started to feel good about myself. There's something about your brain, man, that tricks you to think otherwise. So try it. Try giving yourself high fives every morning, um, you know. And throughout the day, if you get comfortable, when you do something nice, give yourself a high five. When you finish your your workload, school load, whatever you are doing that day, give yourself a high five. At the end of the day, give yourself a high five. That will only encourage you to want to do more for yourself. The beautiful thing is when you start to change the thought patterns that you have about this thing that is causing you to feel low self-esteem, you start to change the way you feel about yourself. Because self-esteem to me is all about a feeling. It's how you feel about the way you look, the way you speak, the way you carry yourself. That is where self-esteem, to me, stems from. It's all a feeling. So once you start telling those feelings, you're working on yourself. You'll be okay. You start to see that the self-esteem fades away and the stress that comes with it fades away as well. And just to go back, I am going to create an episode 
talking about me learning how to read and how that really affected me throughout my years. So that is going to be a pretty decent episode. I should say good episode, actually. Don't miss out on that one. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. And you will know when it comes because I will be singing it from the top of my lungs. (laughs) But when it comes to self-esteem, y'all, and the stress that we feel about it, you just have to remind yourself to speak kind, gentle words towards yourself and remind yourself you are working on you. Which bring me to my next point of chronic negative self-talk. A lot of us do this. A lot of us talk down on ourselves, which causes anxiety and depression and stress. Let me ask you this. Do you go around telling your best friend or your sister, oh, you look awful today. You look so weird. You're not smart enough. You're not intelligent. You don't have the confidence to do that. Do you go around calling your sister the B word? You're a bitch. You suck. I hate you. You don't look good. Because those are the words that we tell ourselves. Those are the things, the negative things that we tell ourselves. If we make a mistake, we tell ourselves we're failures. If we can't achieve a goal at a certain time that we set for ourselves, we get down on ourselves and beat ourselves in the head over and over. Which doesn't help us, but moreover, puts us down even more. And now we start to stress out about the fact that we are down. We get depressed because we are telling ourselves all these negative things. Positive self-talk, y'all, is literally a medicine. Positive self-talk can heal so many of our problems. Can bring you on a different vibration with yourself. Because once you are able to talk positively to yourself, whatever anybody says doesn't really affect you. Yes, you're going to get hurt by people's words. Yes, people are going to probably say something to you. But you can definitely counter what is happening out there with you consoling yourself. You can definitely find a way to uplift yourself. To pick yourself up the ground without damaging yourself anymore. You can take away some of that stress that you're feeling by just encouraging yourself and telling yourself all of these positive things that you wish somebody would tell you. And it all starts in the mind, y'all. You have to train your brain. You have to train yourself to speak loving, caring words to yourself. 
I know it's hard. I know. I know it is hard because of how society is structured. But it's doable. The next one that I'm going to talk about is intrusive memories of past trauma. I know you feel me when I say that. Because sometimes, man, you be trying to run away from all those traumatic memories. But <laughs> but it just comes and comes and comes. It keeps hunting you down. And then we get stressed out about it. We think about it. It brings us back to the event that leads us to stress in the present moment. My input for this part, you know, as I am still working on my own issues, my own trauma, my own baggage, as I am still working on developing myself and letting go of my past and healing from my past as well, I think it is important for you to tap in to those traumatic uh, memories, those forceful memories that are coming to you. Because a lot of times our traumatic memories only bring a summary of what actually happened. So to alleviate the stress and to heal from it, we have to dive into those thoughts that shows up in our present day to actually digest what really happened and why it happened. To forgive yourself and move forward in acknowledging where you used to be, acknowledging what happened, acknowledging that at that moment you possibly didn't have the knowledge to do better or you didn't have the knowledge to support yourself at that time. So tap into those memories, tap into those feelings to alleviate the stress. Remind yourself that you are a different person today or remind yourself that you are working on yourself and you have come so far and you're learning and you're growing and you are trying to heal. Keep working on yourself, y'all. Keep working on yourself. I know this is a little bit heavy, and I do want to apologize for it. Um, if you are feeling a certain way about this episode um, and you can't continue, please do take a break. Um, and if you feel like you need help digesting those feelings that you're feeling... Please reach out to somebody, um, you know, reach out to a friend, a family member, a doctor, someone you feel comfortable talking about what you're feeling with. Reach out to yourself and talk to yourself about it. Last but not least, two things that brings us stress that are connected to each other are our lifestyle and sleep. <laughs> I can definitely attest to this. <laughs> so oftentimes when I am stressed or feeling overwhelmed, it's because I didn't get enough sleep. <laughs> I am working on it um, in our lifestyle, you know, the type of lifestyle we live, the type of stuff that we put in our body, 
what we see, our social interactions, the type of, you know, in general, the the lifestyle that you live can definitely add a lot of stress onto you. If you're living an unhealthy life, then your body is going to feel it. Your body is going to start to break down and then that is going to make you stressed. If you are intoxicating your body with unhealthy habits or unhealthy um, substance, then you know you are going to get stressed out because your body is a temple. If you fool your body with meditation, prayers, exercise, you know, positive friends around you, positive interactions, then you are feeling a lot more lighter and you're feeling less stress. But if you're around toxic energy all the time, you are going to be stressed. So the type of life that you live is absolutely 100% related to the amount of stress that you have in your life. I want to thank you guys for listening to Self-Reflection Podcast. This has been a really heavy episode. I talked a lot. (laughs) Um, A lot of it was, you know, personal opinion and personal experience. Please don't take anything personal. Take what you can from it and leave what doesn't, you know, benefit you. Or if nothing benefits you, just slide it to the side and move on. You know, it's it's okay to move on and be like, mm, that episode wasn't the best <laughs> from Lyra. We're all just trying to be better humans. We're all just trying to feel less stressed out. We're all trying to feel lighter we're all trying to improve ourselves so going back to the beginning of this episode i asked you do you control your thoughts or do your thoughts control you everything that i have mentioned literally stems from how you think and how you perceive them I want to go down the list of the things that I mentioned that causes stress. Anxiety, setbacks in personal life, work and school-related stress, relationships with intimate partners, friends, family members, grief in some form, problems with self-esteem, chronic negative self-talk, intrusive memories of past trauma, and last but not least, sleep and our lifestyle. If any one of those relates to you, or if you can relate to any one of those, I hope that you are working on improving it. I hope that you are taking care of yourself. Stress shows up in so many different ways and affects so many different areas in your life. Change the way you think. Change your life. 
our thoughts are really powerful. Our mind is powerful. If we can learn to change our mind, to change how we perceive the world, change how we perceive the challenges that comes our way, we can change how we interact with ourselves and with others. If there is anything, one thing I want you to gain or get out of this episode, out of today's episode, I want it to be the power of positive thinking. If you look at all the things that I've just mentioned, you go down the list of every single thing, you will see that the root of our stress comes from the way we think. I am only referring to the things that I mentioned in today's episode that causes stress. If you look at them closely, you would see that if one can only change their mindset into thinking positively, they will be able to alleviate and remove some of the things that they stress about, some of the things that I mentioned. So if you can gain anything out of this, I hope is the power of changing your thought process, changing yourself to think positively. And I'm not saying be oblivious about other things, but I think having gratitude is such a great tool. I believe that having a positive mindset changes the way you feel about yourself, the way you interact with others, the way you see other people. Thank you for listening to another episode of Self-Reflection Podcast. If this is your first time listening to Self-Reflection Podcast or coming across it, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Overcast, and the link is on my Instagram bio. I want to thank you guys again for rocking with me, for going through this journey. If you've been a solid member of this community, you can definitely tell the growth and my voice. I got a little bass in it right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So thank you so much for being part of this community, for being part of this space, and for being yourself, your authentic self. I'm looking forward to what the future holds for our podcast, for this platform. I will be taking um, a month off or so to, you know, plan and schedule for the upcoming year. So I will not be dropping an episode for about a month or so. But that gives you time to catch up, right? (laughs) To go back and listen to all the other podcast episodes that I dropped. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate this journey that we're on. Take care of yourself. Love yourself. Be kind. And be gentle with yourself. Until next time, you're listening to 
Self-Reflection Podcast. And this is your girl, Lyra. Ta-da!